Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. Here we are on January 3rd, 2024. Thanks for being here bright and early. Celebrity birthdays on the way. Random facts. And a good news story from a Burger King employee who was able to raise money to buy his first house. Also, we'll be talking about where are the people coming from when they're coming to Arkansas, people moving to Arkansas. We've got those details. Talking law today with Thurman and Flanagan inside the 7 o'clock hour. Four resolutions from cardiologists. We'll get to that as well, plus a whole lot more. All being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays. All right, who do we got here? Movie actress Florence Pugh is 28. Reagan Redford is 16, TV actress. Let's see. Mel Gibson is 68 today. How about that? Eli Manning, football player, 43 today. Race car driver Michael Schumacher is 55 today. Let's see. MMA fighter Patty Pemblett is 29. Katie McGrath, TV actress, 41 today. R&B singer Lloyd Polite is 38. Who else do we have here as we scroll the list, scroll the list? Oh, TV actress, she played Winnie Cooper. Danica McKellar, she is 49 today. And those are your celebrity birthdays for Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Experiencing new things slows down our internal sense of time, studies have found. Yeah, so when you're learning something new, time seems to go by slower. Yeah, which makes sense. Which makes sense. Maybe you're super frustrated with what you're learning and you want to get it. No, no. Experiencing new things, not just learning new things. So there you go. Makes sense, doesn't it? The aorta, which is the largest artery in the body, is about the diameter of a garden hose. The aorta. From all the oxygen that we breathe, 20% of it goes straight to the brain. You want to make your house smell fresh? Warm up a vanilla bean in water on the stove. Vanilla bean in water on the stove to make your house smell good. Okay, that's more like a tip than a fact. 
Did you know by donating just one pint of blood, four lives can be saved? Four lives, one pint of blood. How about that? That's good. That's good. That's a good ratio. And finally, if you're in for a long drive at night, you're trying to stay awake, listen to comedians on your radio. It's harder to fall asleep while laughing. There you go. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A Burger King employee who went viral for never having missed a day of work in over two decades was able to purchase his first home thanks to a fundraising campaign. The guy's name is Kevin Ford. Back in June of 2022, he posted a video on TikTok in which he shared the gifts that he received after 27 years of work for the fast food chain, which included a movie ticket, a Starbucks cup, a bag of Reese's Pieces, two packs of Lifesavers, two pins, a lanyard, and two keychains. After the video went viral, many were criticizing the gifts as not being enough. The guy's daughter ended up launching a GoFundMe campaign, which has raised nearly $440,000. Yeah, you can buy a pretty nice house with that, I would say. As a result of the generosity from thousands of donors, Ford was able to use a portion of the donations to buy his first home. So the over two decades of consistent work really paid off for him. Not so much from his employer, but from other people. So there you go. That is Caught Doing Good. If you got a good story out there, email it to us. The email address is show at ikewingate.com. And a very pleasant good morning to you people moving to Arkansas in high numbers, right? According to census data, in 2022, that's the, I guess, the most recent year that we have, more than 86,000 people moved to Arkansas. The data comes from the state-to-state migration flow charts. The charts are released yearly. 86,375 people moved to Arkansas in 2022, which is over 10,000 more people than the previous year. Where did they come from? 17,105 people came from Texas. The most from any state, by the way. California came in second with 7,783. Florida at 7,065. Oklahoma, just under 6,000. Louisiana, just under 5,000, which rounded out the top five destinations in which people migrated to the great state of Arkansas. Interestingly enough, 8,737 people, so 8,700 plus, moved to Arkansas from outside the United States. 18 people came from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Now, nobody moved to Arkansas from Delaware, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Washington, D.C. Okay. Yeah. Now, 74,000 people left the state of Arkansas in 2022. And guess where 17,000 of them moved? Texas. So we basically did a swap with Texas. 17,105 people came to Arkansas from Texas in 2022. Almost that exact same amount of people left Arkansas and went to Texas. So we just did we just did a swap. Yeah, like a foreign exchange program. I don't know. Anyway, apparently the net growth of population in Arkansas was 16,000 people from 2021 to 2022. So Welcome, those of you that have recently moved. It uh, 
It's time to be in Arkansan. I think one of the things you have to do when you move here is you have to become a Razorback fan. I'm sorry, Texas fans. I know you don't like that. But uh, anyway, I I mean, why why not? Make it a prerequisite at the border, right? You must call the hogs as you enter the state. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, two seemingly drunk men in Australia created a standoff between them and the authorities for eight hours when they refused to get off the roof of a construction site. They were drinking vodka, falling asleep, throwing concrete on the road below. This is somebody who saw it all happen. And then the police minister, Paul Papalia, talking about the crazy duo. I saw them, they had a bottle of vodka with them, so I was just like, look like they're having a good time. But um, obviously it's not safe for them to be up there. What a waste of time and actually uh, potentially putting other people in at harm uh, in an effort to effectively rescue them um just complete stupidity (laughs) they uh call it like it is down under don't they that is stranger than fiction good morning good morning we are back in studio talking law with thurman and flanagan wade williams back in studio this morning wade it's great to see you again and uh, when we talked before we promised everybody we're going to get into a bit of your philosophy and how you approach uh, different cases or your clients or those different things and uh, just hearing a little bit off the air i'm excited to to hear what you have to say this morning so thank you for being here it's great to be back with you when people walk into your office what is it they're going to encounter I like to approach every client as unique. They are unique. They may have similar issues as other people, but their situation is going to be unique to them. And so I don't prejudge anything. And when somebody walks into my office and we close that door and they sit down, they need to understand that my job is not how to sign them up as a client. My job is to figure out if I actually can be of assistance to them and help them with their legal matter. I've been practicing now and I'm in my 34th year. I've never once charged somebody to sit down and have a conversation. I probably should have a few times, <laughs> and and I might could be retired at this point in time if I had. But the the bottom line is that that person who walks in with that question needs to have somebody who's looking out for them rather than for themselves. And so my life has been been blessed, in my opinion, in that I've been given opportunities and and chances in life that have allowed me to have what I consider to be a wonderful career. And when I can have that conversation with someone and oftentimes solve their problem for them in a 15, 20, 30 minute conversation where they don't need to hire me, and it doesn't necessarily make Greg all that happy, (laughs) but it's what's best for that client. And over the years, I've found that the people who contact me and I work with in that way, they'll come back. Carroll County is a small county. Yeah, I've been there a long time at this point in time. I've been involved in a lot of transactions and lawsuits and and uh, probates and other things that create the possibility of tremendous conflicts within the community mm-hmm. because it's just not a big place. And yet, throughout the years, people have been willing to come back to me, and you know, I I consider that a compliment when somebody returns to me for a second time or a third or or. 10th time. I never hope anybody has that many legal problems. I wouldn't want to wish a lawyer on anybody unnecessarily, but I do want to be there when they need you. 
Well, and it, it speaks to the relationship side of it. You know, when, when somebody else's situation you're looking at is more important than yourself or you're, you're, try, you're trying to serve them first and yourself secondarily, you know, that resonates with people. And when they come back to you, it's because uh, you've built the trust factor with them. When somebody comes into the office, I don't want to ever be perceived as selling them something. I want to be able to, to listen understand the problem, and kind of like I mentioned earlier, make a determination with them about whether or not I'm actually the right party for them. One thing I learned a long time ago was it's better to tell people the truth on the front end so that they know the the risks and challenges that will be faced in their legal matter than to just sign them up, take their money, and move forward with something that I may know based on experience has very little chance of success. Yeah, If I'm not sharing that concern with them on the front end, then I don't feel like I'm doing my job. Yeah, well, that seems to be a consistent theme at the firm of Thurman and Flanagan. It's better just to be looking out for potential clients' best interest on the front end. If it's a situation you can help them with, great. If not, you know, you're going to get to the bottom of that as quick as possible to figure out, you know, what's best for everybody. If I'm not the right person, I'll help you find someone who is. Well, Wade, it is great to have you in studio here this morning. Thanks for talking to us a little bit about your philosophy. And we'll be back with Talking Law same time next week with Thurman and Flanagan. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Are you back to work officially today with uh, with some of the kids being back in school and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, why not? So thank you for being here and Happy New Year, everybody. And it is the season for New Year's resolutions, like them or not. People are talking about them. And one of them uh, that I just saw published, one list of them, I should say, is regarding four resolutions from cardiologists. Cardiovascular disease is the number one cause of death in America. And according to Dr. William Cornwell, a cardiologist at UC Health University of Colorado Hospital, he says, sadly, people lack a clear understanding of their health. And what happened here? I'm scrolling here. They lack a clear understanding of the health or unhealth of their hearts until something catastrophic happens. And so the four resolutions this cardiologist is giving is number one committing or recommitting to exercise okay uh let's see do they give a recommendation Uh, let's see here how much you should do okay here we go 150 to 300 minutes per week of mild to moderate intensity exercise like walking tennis, gardening, or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous exercise like running, jumping, uh, jumping rope, or swimming laps every week. Okay, then we have knowing your numbers as the second resolution. We're talking about your blood pressure, cholesterol, and fasting glucose. You need to know your numbers, so time to get a checkup maybe. Focusing on your nutrition is another resolution from a cardiologist. Food prepping for the week so you have something nutritious to grab when you're hungry is a suggestion. Uh, Looking up heart health recipes. Apparently, the American Heart Association has some of those. Um, But simply just doing things like adding vegetables to your rice can make your meals more nutritious. Or eating vegetarian a few days a week. Eating vegetarian a few days a week is what they say. And limiting your salt intake. 
Okay, this is not, I'm not saying this is what the doctor says. Prioritizing sleep is number four on the list. Recommended that adults get between seven and nine hours of sleep per night. So those are your four resolutions. Sleep, eating better, knowing your numbers, your cholesterol and everything like that, and then exercise. Yeah, not surprising, but four resolutions for you from cardiologists. Do with that what you will. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you for being here. Happy Wednesday to you. Well, I've got some sad news I wanted to speak about. I learned recently that Curtis Matthews has passed away. Uh, Tremendous shock to hear that and extreme sadness. Extreme sadness from an earthly perspective, but incredibly joyful and happy for Curtis eternally as someone who made no mystery that he was a follower of Jesus Christ. But it is going to leave an incredible hole in the Matthews family, but this community as well. Someone who has been so involved in sports and ministry and broadcasting. Curtis Matthews, a fellow broadcaster, someone who you could hear on the radio as part of local sports broadcasts. He and my dad, Gene Wingate, worked together for a number of years. I remember the very first game that Curtis came on board as the color commentator with my dad. And I remember driving to the game. I was in the backseat. I went to so many games with those two guys, heard so many conversations, so many hilarious conversations. Uh, Curtis was one of a kind. Just a special, special guy. And I just remember the first night, them working together and Curtis taking notes and my dad telling him, you know, here's the ins and outs of broadcasting. And uh, they became great friends. And Curtis looked out for my dad, cared about my dad in a special way. And I'll always be grateful for that. So much so that when my dad passed away about a year and a half ago, one of the first names I thought of was Curtis Matthews to speak about his life at his funeral. And, you know, after living away for several years and coming back and seeing Curtis again, talking to him, it was, oh, it was just so great just to just to be around his personality again. And, you know, after my dad passed away, we exchanged text messages and some calls and I'm just selfishly so disappointed that I don't get to spend more time around Curtis Matthews. The wit, the care that he had for people. And he he told me stories about my dad that I didn't know. And I was looking forward to extracting more of those over the decades to come. But it's not to be. But as someone who cared about the product that he was broadcasting, he and my dad together, he is a fellow broadcaster as part of our broadcasting family. And I just wanted to pay tribute with him, offer my condolences to the Curtis Matthews family, and just express my heartfelt gratitude for how he cared for my dad how he was there to speak at his funeral 
and how he cared about my family. And so I know that I am not alone. There are countless stories. Just look online at any of the Facebook posts talking about Curtis Matthews, and you'll see he left quite a legacy here on earth with caring for people, never being ashamed to give the reason for the hope that was within him. And so we will miss Curtis Matthews. He is in a much better place. And I just will always smile when I recall the conversations that he and my dad had during live broadcasts when the games got a little boring, they would start rating the chili dogs. They would give them a rating at all the different places they traveled to. They would eat the chili dog and give their rating on the air. I'll always remember that. It will always bring a smile without a doubt. So I just wanted to state that I could go on and on and on, but we'll miss you, Curtis Matthews. Rest in peace. Good and faithful servant. Well, every once in a while, the internet comes along and gives us something kind of interesting. Well, mixing different genres of music into one song can be risky, but we found one that's pretty interesting here. This is a rockabilly ragtime version of Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. It's being performed by the singing bassist Wild Bill along with Postmortem Jukebox. Postmortem Jukebox. This is the Rockabilly Ragtime cover of Staying Alive. Check it out. You can tell by the way I use my walk on a woman's man, no time to talk. Music lighted, women warm, been keeping around since I was born. Yeah, it's all right, it's okay. You can look the other way. You can try to understand the New York Times of that domain. Well, you brother, whether you mother, staying alive, staying alive. Be the city shaking in What do you think? The ragtime, rockabilly ragtime cover of Staying Alive. Do you like it or do you hate it? Let me know. 870-505-1518. Send me a text and let me know. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing. One that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.